Hey-ya, ho-ya, ho-ya. Hello. Can never do it with a straight face. Well, you don't have to have a straight face. That's right. They don't see our faces. That's right. Oh. Maybe we should put a camera in the that. room. <gasps> <gasps> Maybe there's already a few around the room that you haven't noticed yet. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, if I discover one day that you've been having a camera like hidden in the room or something. I mean, well, how else am I going to have my fun? You can uh, Come on. <laughs> you don't even need to have a camera. Just ask well, like just show me your ass. I'm like, okay. No. <laughs> that's not fun because if you you are unsuspecting of it, I can just watch you while I'm at work and you're at home working. Doing your thing. Oh, you just want to monitor me like I'm a pet? Not monitor you. Just <laughs> see you in your natural habitat. You have the camera like programmed to like only save the most important bits. Like just any time that he doesn't have pants on, that's the only part that I want to save. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, God. <laughs> Sekuhara. Yeah, it's good to reintroduce that word. People, you're going to learn a lot of Japanese. <laughs> yeah, you're going to learn a lot of Japanese in this episode. <laughs> no, nah, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. This is this is going to be free of most Japanese things, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, but you know what's going to have a lot of? What? Music. Let's go. I kind of now want to have a camera because, oh, like, no. I think half of the fun, the funnies that you make are oh, lost. No, 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 no. You know, you, that's true. You know what? We actually need one because we're so bad at capturing moments like the millennials do these oh, days. Oh, you're talking about our venture in uh, TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> And the and we talked about our Instagram account that yeah. we're so excited about, and we have the account. It just doesn't have anything on it. I yet. S- I swear we could be so so popular if we just recorded like at least twenty percent of all the weird shit that we do. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, we're losing money here. <laughs> uh yes, yes. We should definitely reconsider that. Uh, Having cameras all over the room. Yep, exactly. See, right. ten steps ahead right. of you, boo. You're a very good seller. You ca- you got me. You I got gotcha. me. I gotcha. All right. Anyway, so welcome back to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast. Woohoo! We're, we're back again with our antics and weirdness. You I'm know, bringing it full throttle. Yeah. <laughs> full full throttle, like those. Uh, I was thinking about something clever and then I just couldn't do it. <laughs> just throttle. my brain just like... Like pfft. those uh, flowers over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So clever. <laughs> <laughs> we are excited to bring you episode two of this season. Yeah. And we hope you enjoyed last, our previous episode. We which had so introduced much a lot of great sound effects. Yeah. Brought to you by the one and only Juan. Oh, I've been thinking about maybe like 
how much should I introduce because I don't mm-hmm. want to overdo it. But right. uh, if you're having fun, if you enjoy it, just let us know. Yeah. Yeah. And you had fun. That's what counts yes. for now, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. you do listen to some uh, some podcasts, mm-hmm. not ours, but other podcasts that kind of go overboard. With yeah. The sound yeah. effects, like every moment. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, something. silence. No, I have to put something in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't want to do that, the overkill, but yeah. I think you added everything in just the right amount. Hey, very thank tasteful, you. and you made thank it you. super funny and enhanced our humor. So I love you. Marry me. I already did. All oh, right. I'm ahead of the curve. <laughs> oh my God. I hope the mic picked that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was very subtle. Ah. I'm going to do my best. So, baby, Yay. we've been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing it. Keep doing it. We've been talking about investing in a little bit of minimalism lately. Oh, my God. So what, <laughs> so what can you tell the listeners about our journey with minimalism? <laughs> you, you were like. Just flying that plane perfectly. And then my accent. Full speed. And then just like. <laughs> anyway, I hope, I hope that wasn't off- offensive to any of our listeners. But no. that was. I loved it. I loved it. I yeah. love you. I was just being Marry a weirdo. Well. Oh. I will. Again. So- <laughs> and again. And again. And again. And again. Yay. So, yeah. We've been actually. For the f- last year or two mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. um getting ourselves kind of like educated right. and, and deeping our toes on the minimalism movement yeah when you we call it movement yeah i think when i first met you i had very little knowledge i've heard of minimalism i'd say actually i don't even know if i heard about it maybe just you know in passing yeah but you were the one who really introduced me to other creators who talked highly of it and how they changed, how it changed their lives. Yeah. And and, uh, for a little bit of context, the the idea of minimalism is just that uh, you can have a meaningful life with less. Mm -hmm. And that stuff, that objects, uh, possessions, really just get in your way Mm -hmm. of you uh, having a meaningful life. They're a way to cover up. Yeah, you're just trying Real to issues. pacify yourself. Yeah. You're just uh, getting yourself into more debt and uh, increasing the things that just stress you out because you just have stuff to take care of and, and mm-hmm. they're just in the back of your mind all the mm-hmm. time. And the more debt you have, the more you have to work, the more you have to work, the more you feel like you want to have stuff because you deserve it and the more you get stuff, you the more... Uh, that you have so so yeah. it's a cycle yeah I think it's a lot about getting more in touch with yourself and right. less in tune with less obsessed or less centered around things you're really defining yourself for who you are rather than what you have yeah it's just to be like short. you just want to be that guy who's like look at my car look at my 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 fancy shoes look at these um, fancy champagne that I'm Drinking right now with mm-hmm. my party, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's just not like, dude. It's like it's easy cares? for. I mean, a lot of people live that way, and it's so easy in this day of age to fall into that trap of wanting things to cover up the issues in your life or what's really missing deep down. Mm-hmm. But 
we're trying to escape that by embarking on this journey of minimalism, which yeah. is, I think, a lifelong process. It doesn't just happen over a day or a short course. Yeah. We, of time. we have been we have been practicing our own version of minimalism, right? We we've mm-hmm. been trying to get rid of stuff, trying to think very deeply before we buy something. And uh, like, what is your experience so far in this last two years mm. of just like parting ways with stuff and, and feeling like you don't really need much stuff to. Uh, this These last two years were quite hard and I felt like I went through a lot of things where I, I didn't know how to deal with them at the time. So I, I definitely did not become a minimalist by any means, but uh, I was more mindful of my spending and... Right. I, at times, felt like I had more control over what I bought and what I filled my life with. Mm -hmm. But I still had a really tough time. Like, there are things that I just bought because I was unhappy, to be honest. And that that happened throughout the course of this past year because of 2020 and just working jobs that I didn't, didn't like. And to fill those voids and not to, um, instead of finding healthy outlets, I just spent money on things that I, that truly didn't make me happy. Well, I mean, I think all things, all things considered, Mm -hmm. we have very few things in our house and in our lives. And, And every single thing that we have has given us a lot of value and, and it's actually meaningful. And we've also made a lot of strides with our parting ways with stuff. Yeah, just getting that's, rid of them. It hasn't been super consistent, but yeah. it's, and every time it feels great. Yeah, I love getting rid of stuff and realizing the things that are just lying around that aren't serving you. Yeah. Everything should have a function. At least that's what we're aiming for. Yeah, and if it doesn't, if it if you have been. Um, neglecting certain items that you've forgotten about for six months or a year, then Mm -hmm. it's probably time to part ways with them. And that's what we've done recently in the yesterday, actually. And throughout the year, not super consistently, but I think we've done a good job. It's also really hard to have to hoard things when you're in a foreign country for Mm -hmm. temporary time. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to be, if you're not going to settle down somewhere, it's, you kind of have that timeline in mind. Mm-hmm. You know that the you time is going to end and you're going to have to get rid of things or ship them, which isn't yeah. cheap. So I think with that in mind, it might be a little easier for people to collect less. Yeah. Plus the sizes of homes here. Yeah. You just don't have storage compared to what you have in the U.S. or somewhere else. Yeah. And it's a, it's a really interesting thing, just like you said, the fact that you don't have a lot of space to accumulate stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we had discussions where we have talked about the fact that we don't want to move to a big house mm-hmm. because then we will feel obligated to fill it up with stuff. It will, it will feel very uncomfortable to have a room that's just empty. It's like, oh, we don't have anything there. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just awkward. 
Yeah. So it's also a lot of your environment. We were actually planning on, when we moved to this apartment, we were planning on buying more than we did when Mm -hmm. we actually did because we thought, oh, we'd like to have a new desk for the office or, Mm -hmm. you know, we'd like to have a dining room and chairs. Yeah. And we actually, we bought some things like a piano and a low table, but we realized, okay, that's what we have is good enough. And I think that whenever you become a minimalist or adapt to that lifestyle, you start to think more critically about Mm -hmm. what you have rather than what you don't have and what is serving you now. You're not constantly reaching for something that Mm -hmm. you think is going to fulfill you. But when when in reality you buy that thing and maybe you're excited for a Mm -hmm. few days, after that you kind of forget about these things or at least that, that anticipation and the excitement yeah. that you had for it, it all dies. Yeah. Yeah. It, ha- it has an expiration date. Mm-hmm. The excitement has an expiration date. Just mm-hmm. as much as the, maybe the object that you get. Yeah. So, Juan, do you consider yourself a minimalist? No, not really. I aspire to um, get rid of as much things as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't really see myself living in that like with that ideal for my whole life why not because there are things that kind of give my life meaning and uh, value Mm -hmm. that I I guess it's also like depends how you see minimalism the idea of minimalism that's like mainstream it's like you have an empty house and you have just very little stuff. The only stuff that give to Minimal, your, yeah. your life value. Right. Um, and like being a person who loves technology and who loves uh, consuming certain types of media and uh, producing stuff, it's very difficult to, to stay as, as that ideal. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I, I strive to get rid of as much things as possible that's getting on my way and i think that you can say that we have a very uh, minimalist uh, house yeah i'd say so we don't Mm. have a lot of clutter and i think it would seem even less cluttered if we lived in a non-Japanese size apartment because the space that we have here is limited, although we are very lucky to have more space than a lot of people here, I'd say. Um, But with that said, I think once we move, we'll be able to feel like we have even more space and maybe we'll be able to think even clearer. But it's kind of hard to collect things, you know, when you're in a place for a set amount of time Mm -hmm. and you know you're gonna leave Mm -hmm. i think for me at least that's kind of been a reminder like okay i can't make certain purchases because what am i gonna do after you know a couple years i'm gonna have to either figure out a way to get rid of them like we're going to have to do with a lot of our things sell them um or donate them yeah or take them with us which is going to be a big expense but i think we've done a really good job um leaning more towards that lifestyle in the past year yeah and i think the most important thing is to learn and internalize um that 
the attachment to things is not that important. Right. And it should never get in the way of your relationships no, and your life. No. So once you understand that and start to internalize that, you learn that a lot of things that you have really, like you barely use them, like they don't really add anything. Yeah, the things that we have that actually add value to our lives, so minimal. Yeah. You know, once you really think about the things you possess, Mm -hmm. it's really not a lot or at least, you know, not as much as what we own. Exactly. But I'm with you. Like, I I want to get there. I want to keep improving, but I wouldn't consider myself a minimalist because there are things that I have a lot of and I probably could cut down on a lot more. But I think we've done, we've made progress Mm -hmm. towards that. And it helps us realize what matters Mm -hmm. most, what's Mm -hmm. the most what we should prioritize in our yeah. lives. And that is our time to yeah. be together, to be with other people yeah. and to do things that really matter, like creating art and spending quality time. Mm. Yeah. I think those working on are yourself. Right. Growth. Right. Yeah. Mm. Taking care of your health. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's something that uh, it's a very personal journey. Mm-hmm. It's very different for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So we definitely encourage you, our listeners, to explore the the topic. There's mm-hmm. a lot of great people writing beautiful things about it. Mm-hmm. I'm very very smart. Um, we recently watched a, re- um, a new movie by yeah. Matt Diavella, produced by him. <coughs> And he's a minimalist. He r- recorded, I guess it was a biograph- biography. Yeah, it's, it's sort of a biography-ish yeah. ish documentary. Uh, there's a lot of people, very smart people, talking about how uh, consumerism has affected the American culture. It's, mm-hmm. it's mainly focused in America, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are related to pretty much everyone. And uh, yeah. Uh, the documentary revolves about the the minimalists, which is uh, which are uh, Joshua Phils Milborn and Ryan Nicodemus, great great uh, creators. They have a podcast, they have a website, and they write uh, amazing stuff. Um, we really blog. recommend you to yeah. explore that. Yeah. There's a lot of other people who write really good stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. our main sources of inspiration has has have been them right and uh the documentary in in question is called uh, um less is now i see that's the one you're reading now oh that's yeah the documentary right documentary yeah yeah and that's free so we are actually uh, i mean netflix is pretty sure netflix yeah right right yeah we were talking a little bit about um minimalism and how you can still support artists yeah. on an individual level That's right. um not so much corporations but how can you maintain minimalism while still being able to um invest in art that you love yeah. such as books or media yeah um what got you thinking about that topic it's something that i've been thinking about recently because mm. Uh, I've been trying to find ways to just get rid of more stuff that really doesn't give me a lot of value. And I think once you understand that 
one of the most valuable things that you have. The most valuable thing that you have in your life is your time. Uh, well, you start understanding. That and people. Right. Like, uh, time people. and relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start uh, understanding that there are things that are consuming your time that probably don't align with the things that you want to have more in your life. So mm-hmm. I do know we are consuming too much TV. And, and you know, big corporations, I don't think they're going to, like, we don't, I don't personally don't care much if a big network network is like get gets a little bit hurt because people are consuming less TV because they're trying to live a, a healthier life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if my favorite artist, who is like an indie artist that only makes revenue from right. making music and selling it directly to consumers, uh, I feel like I, I would still want to support them directly and I would try to make my best to, you know, buy more of that um do you say would you say that you are you are doing that right now you're supporting you're supporting supporting artists i'm supporting (laughs) (laughs) yes actually um not directly with money Mm. but a lot of people get revenue from advertisement from you consuming Mm -hmm. the product so like i there are people who create stuff that I really enjoy and I watch or listen to. And uh, again, I feel like sometimes it's consuming too much of my time, but I still want to support them. How do you feel about that, though? I think it's important to look on a more local level, on a smaller scale, and do what you can to Mm -hmm. support people who are creating something that really adds value to your life if you really resonate with a certain comic or something book then i think to support them can go a long way right yeah but it's just so easy to find loopholes and find what's free and i think a lot of people just lean on that it's like you don't want to pay for stuff if you can find <laughs> it for free if I it's on if it's streaming online like oh we're gonna find a way to stream online for free instead of pay for it well i mean which I is what we do i don't think minim- um i don't think piracy is that mm-hmm. big of a problem mm-hmm. as long as you keep things accessible and convenient mm-hmm. and that's a that's a topic that we can explore in another episode but yeah, I think if you really care about something, you don't mind paying a reasonable price. If for you it. want to see more of it, especially if yeah. you want a continuation of yeah. what you really love, then yeah. heck yeah, I would invest in that. And if it's meaningful to you, like it's really uh, adding value to your life, mm-hmm. then of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, but there's a delicate balance there. I, I do think that there are things that are... Uh, in in the most part, for the most part, meaningful to my life, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy. But I'm consuming too much, so I can also. I've been thinking also about scheduling myself mm, so that I can idea. continue consuming, yeah, and supporting without just giving away too much of my time. Do you feel personally like? Um, you're giving too much of your time to some stuff that that you like doesn't have to have to be necessarily like consumption 
uh, activities or stuff like that? I would that. say that I struggled with shopping. Like if I if I don't have a list, I'll just spend hours wandering around and I'll buy things that are unnecessary or things that I feel will really enhance my life but only do so within a matter of seconds or minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say more like mental mentally worrying mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things like that. I mm-hmm. spend too much time on that. Okay. I don't I don't spend enough time on reading lately. There are I things see. that I feel I need to do more of. Okay. Um I've been sucked into the whole of social media, but I've been better about that because I know that if I start scrolling, I'm just going to have a hard time stopping. Right. So I think I've been really good with screen time. It's just, it's hard. Like sometimes when we're home, that's what we do together. And Mm -hmm. if I see you on your screen, then I feel obligated to be on a screen as well. Really? Sometimes. Or it just like makes me, well, either that or it just, it makes me feel like, oh, I don't want to be doing that. (laughs) It's like, you know, one or the other. Well, it's been fun having a brief conversation with you on minimalism. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add for uh, our listeners to chew on? Yeah, just like go check out uh, the minimalists. Yeah. Uh, do your research. If you feel like it's something you want to at least explore, try it out. We really recommend it. I think we could. It's it. It's one of the most important things that people should be uh, discussing right mm-hmm. now with yeah. the current I, events. I think before minimalism, we were hearing a lot about um, Marie Kondo. Yes. The Japanese lady who is mm-hmm. no, well known for organizing. Decluttering. Decluttering. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that yeah. was the name of the show. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because she wrote a book and then the show came along right. with that. I read the book and I really enjoyed it. Um, I heard the show's a bit uh, gimmicky. I see. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched it myself. But mm. I think she came with the idea of really treasuring your things. Right. And making sure that you have what you really love and can appreciate almost daily. Mm. Um, rather than just hanging on to things that have sentimental value right? Um, and just hanging around to remind you of, you know, certain times of the past, but you're yeah. not actually using them. Yeah. So I think she really brought that to a lot of, I think on an international level. True. She brought that to attention, but I think it's important to realize that getting rid of things can be very freeing. Yes. Um, we talked a lot about organized um, what is it? Uh, oh, organized uh, hoarding. Hoarding, right? Yeah. Right, organized hoarding. But yeah. even though even though you think you're not a hoarder, yes, you're just actually just an organized hoarder. Right. Yeah, you, you can a have a lot of things, and you can put everything in its place. Yeah. But you still have a lot of stuff at the end of the day. Getting rid of those things can really free up a lot of time and energy spent. Yeah. And it, it's a different way to look at it than mm. just feeling like you know where to put things. Yeah. 
if anything, definitely just check the documentary. I think you're going to learn a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of very surprising stuff that a lot of people don't, maybe don't even know mm-hmm. uh, that uh, can actually change your life. So, yeah. Yeah. Please let us know if you want us to retouch this topic. Send us an email to podcast at don't tell, don't tell my mm-hmm. And that means that we are now going to our second segment, which we're trying to introduce again, which is, do you want to name it? Will you watch that? Yay! <laughs> I don't trust myself saying that word because I stumble on words. And I'm working on you it. You and me, baby. Yeah. All right. So, uh, just a refresher for listeners. The basic premise of the, the segment is just, I'm going to explain to Wendy. The I'm going to just basically read the synopsis of, of a, a show, show? Mm-hmm. that I've watched. Mm-hmm. And you can tell me if it's something that you would watch. Okay. Great. This is basically a, a, a condensed synopsis. If you post a grudge at midnight on a particular website, the mysterious hell girl will appear and carry out your vengeance before dragging you away. That's it? That's it. Hmm. It's a show, not a movie? It's a show, yeah. Okay, is there anything else you want to add to okay. draw me in? Well, I wanted, I, wanted to give you f- I wanted to get your first impression just with mm-hmm. that. Um, but, uh, yeah, the basic premise of the show is there is this, um, entity that lives in the web in a, what, what we would call the dark web, which is a side of the internet, which is not easily available, not easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this website where if you have a grudge against someone, you can request something to happen to that person. Mm. But uh, when you make a request, you will be dragged to hell. So it's kind of like exploring uh, the human condition in terms of like um, people's uh, hatred towards each other and the grudges and stuff. And and also uh, the consequences of maybe taking things too far mm-hmm. and uh, the show in itself is is beautifully animated the music is extremely creepy and just like very thematic to the the idea of like hell and um so basically when you when you make a request this lady this young girl dressed in a beautiful kimono appears and she would say she would ask you to sign a contract i think I'm not very clear. I'm not very clear on that. I re- don't remember very well. And and then when you do, mm-hmm. uh, whatever grudge you had will be carried out. The mm. the request. Uh, and then after that, the minions of this lady would kind of like uh, follow you and judge you, depending on like. What was your your life like? If you were a good person or a bad person, what kind of things you did, and and it's it's really amazing how the creators of the show and the writers just created so many different um, 
complex characters、mm-hmm. with backgrounds that are so、um, tragic and sometimes just just really hard to like understand how people could be so mean and messed evil, up. messed、mm-hmm. up. Yeah. yeah. And there are some times where, like the the character that makes the request, it's a bad person,、mm. and they get dragged to hell. And sometimes the character who has a crutch is a good person who has been suffering a lot from, like, let's say, for example, a bully and a bully. A bully. A bully. A bully and a the person who's been bullied. Yeah. And、victim. the person who's being bullied has a grudge, and they make a request, and the bully dies. But then you also have to go to hell,、mm-hmm. and they explore that like, yeah, you're you're a good person, you didn't deserve to go through this,、mm-hmm. but you signed a contract. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Like killing people, even if they do horrible things to you,、mm-hmm. is still not right. That's right. So justice served. That's right. That sounds good. The synopsis was very intriguing, and I felt like it was, you know, I wanted to hear more because it was so short. It's like, oh, that sounds well, interesting. Well, that's what it is. I, that's why I liked it because it's、mm-hmm. like short and sweet. Yeah. It's just like what you read in a book. You're like, wow, I want to read that. Yeah.、Actually. Yeah. Exactly. Like the page turner. Yeah. Um, so you're trying to sell it to me, but what are the cons? Well, you don't like horror. Oh, it's the it's a horror genre genre. Yeah, I would say it's more suspense and horror. Well, I like、it's、suspense, kind of horror. but yeah, there's there's a lot of like scenery that's reminiscent of horror movies. Ooh, yeah. And and they're very creative because it's animation, so yeah. But it's okay. But it's more fantasy. It's kind of fantasy, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's、Although、not it's, like it's, poltergeist. It's still, it's still the the real world, so you know. Right. So it can be kind、yeah. of freaky. Exactly. Ooh, yeah. I would definitely give it a try because I think the it being horror would be my only hesitation. Right. But if I watched a few episodes, then、mm-hmm. I could decide because I think the storyline and. The characters、mm-hmm. are intriguing enough for me to want to start it at、okay. least and give it a try, and the complex characters also add a lot of layers、yeah. to the show. So I I definitely appreciate a story with good characters. I I do think that it's it's something that um it's difficult to consume.、Mm-hmm. Because heavy? it's heavy, yeah. Because there might be things that you might be sensitive towards, like、mm. rape, or oh, I see. Not、uh, just gore, abuse. Ah,、uh, that's、I、what、see. it is mainly about. Like、uh-huh. throughout every episode, we go through the story of the characters and、mm-hmm. what they suffered、mm-hmm. and why they have the grudge that they have. So、mm-hmm. you would. Sometimes see things that might be not be palatable、yeah. for you. Yeah. So,、mm. advisory there, but we def I definitely recommend it. But you、I、grow an attachment to characters that way, right? You, I'm. I bet a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they are, don't. But there are some characters that you could definitely relate、mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I think it's a novel that was animated. So maybe you can read it if you can find it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I definitely recommend that show. It was one of the best. It came out in the 2000s. And, uh, Did you watch yeah. it in Japanese? Is it a Japanese? Yeah, it's a Japanese anime? show, anime. And uh, no, I watched it in English actually. It came out in Animax. Whoa! Yeah, one of my. Did favorite you support TV local? Channels. Did you support artists? Well, I mean, what way? way? By paying to watch the show. Well, uh, no. Oh man! I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I man. I am paying now. I just couldn't back then. It was not convenient or accessible, mm-hmm. so I just and, and that's one of the things. Again, we can we can talk about uh, piracy in depth later, but yeah. um, had I not have access to these shows, I wouldn't probably wouldn't be interested in consuming them now. Now that I have income, now that mm-hmm. I have uh, power to actually support, yeah. So in a way, piracy created a paying consumer Mm -hmm. so you know we can talk about it in in depth but yeah uh right so now that we talked about that show i actually came with an idea right now i am that smart yes they say i'm the smartest man everybody said so in the room because you are the only man in the room (laughs) (laughs) that's true so Uh. what i want to do now is i'm going to read Mm. a title of a show and i want you to tell me what the show is about oh god okay so you That's have a good to one. yeah so you just have to you you have to guess mm-hmm. guess your best okay uh just the title and uh, um for these shows now right, right now i just have like anime shows but mm-hmm. next time i could have like other types of shows that aren't necessarily uh anime but now you have kind of like a context, like, oh, anime. I kind of know how anime is. All right. So I gave you that help. All right. All right. So the first show that I want you to tell me what it's about is called Welcome to, Ni- Welcome to the NHK. Oh, NHK. Yeah. Okay. What is that show about? It's about an apprentice. Who starts working for NHK of Japan, and then he gets squashed by Japanese culture because NHK is known for being a bad company. Oh my God, no! They won't sponsor us. <gasps> a good company, the best, the best company, the best, co- they're the best company. <laughs> they're they treat their employees amazing. I shouldn't place it in the good or bad. Okay list but i will say that it is known for being more traditional in its cultural values yeah i will say that and i'm gonna also add that this show might be about becoming the top of top chief of nhk (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm gonna say that was that was a good guess. Uh, horrible, horrible uh, synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. I mean, I don't know how interesting that kind of show would be. Like, do you want to see the life of a 
white collar, like I don't know, like someone going, <laughs> uh, going up the. Okay, the what about okay? What about a mascot of NHK? The mascot of NHK. Yeah, he commits a murder. Oh. But we don't know who the mascot is because he's always in his mascot uniform. Oh my God! What is the mascot Bam. of NHK? I what don't know, what? but we'll no, find you have out. To tell me. You just ca- you just <laughs> came with it. Just tell me what. How does it look? What is it? What oh, kind he of has animal? a shell. All right. And he also has wings. I love it. And, and he and? has a little helmet made out of roses. Oh my God. Give her the give her the give her the prize right now. <laughs> give her the prize. Oh my God! The applause I can't. Be, oh, this, oh my, amazing, amazing, amazing performance from Wendy Wendy Reyes as usual. Oh, we can edit. I forgot we can add our own sound effects. I'm over here trying <laughs> to make sound. <laughs> applause! Applause! Yay! <laughs> anyway, so. Okay, I'm going to now tell you what the show is actually about. Okay. The show actually has nothing to do with NHK, yep. the station. <laughs> yep. Actually, I don't know why is it called Welcome to the NHK. But the show basically is about um, a 22-year-old called Sato, Sato, who is a neat, you want a neat is. A neat? Yeah, N-E-E-T. Nope. So basically, it's just a term of not in employment, education, or training. Oh. So it's just a person who stays at home and doesn't do anything. Okay. Yeah. And so he's a neat and a hikikomori, which is, I think we've talked about this in a previous episode. A recluse. A person who has shut uh, himself out of society. Right. Um, And so... He's encouraged to to start going to this. Uh, I think it's an anime club. Uh, f- from this, uh, by this friend, uh, who wants to help him come out of, uh, you know, being a shut in. Right. Yeah, and it's about just about his journey, interacting with these very interesting characters, oh. a lot of very different, unique people. I see. And and yeah, I don't really know why it's oh, called Welcome cool. to the NHK. If there's someone who yeah, knows, please really let weird. us know. <laughs> that sounds like a good show, though, despite its off name, yeah. off title. But yeah. hmm, I'd watch that. Okay. The other show that I want you to tell me what it's about is called Deadman Wonderland. Deadman? Wonderland. Deadman Wonderland. Yeah. Okay. What is this show about? It's not about Alice in Wonderland, but I don't know. But <laughs> but again, Japan anime. Right. Okay, okay. Well, we were talking about how animes love to bring together two lost souls who fall in love, and then bam, they happen to be siblings. Does it have to do with that? Oh no. <laughs> But they're dead. Why, Japan? Why? But they, Why? but they end up in a place called Deadman Wonderland because their families disown them because they're like, ugh, incest. We don't. We're not gonna let that happen in our family. You have to leave right away. This ain't and Alabama. Th- and they have to find somewhere to thrive, some place that will accept them. 
So then they end up in Dead Man Wonderland. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> okay. All right, real, real quickly. This show is basically just about um, this kid who is uh, falsely bl- uh, falsely accused, mm-hmm. falsely accused uh, of a crime and thrown into this horrible <gasps> prison. And uh, it's like a maximum security prison where a lot of people with really weird abilities are residing. And then Mm. uh, apparently in this world, um, it's kind of like the Truman Show where people are uh, love to watch uh, death games being uh, played by the inmates. What's the Truman Show? You haven't watched that movie? No. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for not being able to introduce you to that early on. It's a classic Shame movie from uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, sweet. Okay, we're gonna put that on our list. Yeah. ASAP. Yeah, and so it's just about trying to survive mm. in the Deadman Wonderland, which is the name of the the prison or the show. I think it's a show. I don't know. Okay, so this title has more to do with what's actually going on. Yeah, <laughs> in the anime. Yeah. That's what it is. Like uh, with with anime and, and shows from Japan, you have to imagine the wildest stuff, and that usually gets you closer to what it actually is. Well, I wasn't close at all. <laughs> I mean, you went kind of like normal. Oh, you your mindset was still like, oh, Hollywood. They wouldn't do something crazy as that. Nah. Nah. <laughs> All right, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Thanks for introducing two to three more shows. Yeah. Were you interested episode. about any of the other shows? Yeah, I was interested in Hell, Hell Girl. Hell Girl. Yeah. Um Welcome to the NHK. Yeah, I think like I'm very interested in hikikomori culture. Right. And I think a lot of I think that's a very relatable character. Mhm in this culture yeah. and it would be it would be cool to see how he grows through yeah. that journey and finding yeah. you know seeking companionship and someone who's willing to help him yeah that seems like a really lovely story probably yeah yeah very heartwarming hopefully or tear jerking yeah maybe both yeah i think i think it was quite an enjoyable view I watched it a long time ago, so I have mm. very little recollection. You watched all three of them? Yes, I didn't I didn't finish all of them. Okay. But I have kind of like at least one season down. Dabbled. I dabbled my feet dabbled on it. Dabbled and dabbled. <laughs> <laughs> have I told you how much I love every single noise that you, that comes out of your mouth? <laughs> I Please, if someone is like an executive in a in a company that like uh, does voice acting <laughs> or dubbing or something, please hire this amazingly talented person. Oh my! Every day, someone every day, I'm just surprised and just like brought <laughs> brought to my knees in laughter with all the noises. Oh, you're so talented! I love you. I love you too. I want to make a cool noise now, but now I'm super self-conscious. She looks like a little peach. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I love you too. And all of the noise you make. I try. All of that racket. I have like two (laughs) settings on my voice. No, you've been doing really... Okay, please, please bless our audience, our (laughs) listeners with some voices from the one and the only Big Mouth. I'm putting you on the spot. Maury, go. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> what would Maury... There's someone in your pants who wants you to pay attention. <laughs> um, How about... Who else are you good at? Andrew? Oh, Maury, I don't know. Maybe I should not touch my my own. Um, um, I don't know if I want to say this on the show, but <laughs> That's I guess you all know what it is. <laughs> Amazing. Keep up the great work. Oh, thank you. Do you want to do one more? Are you are you good for... No, tonight? why don't you bring one? I can't. You just did. <laughs> Who did I do? <laughs> just a voice. You don't have to voice a character. <laughs> you weirdo. I was trying to prepare for Rick, but then I forgot what he said, and I just want Rick. What are you gonna do, baby? Oh, see, I can't top that. What are you talking about? You were doing a great job. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go in the bubble bath, the bubble bath, the bubble bath. We love, we love mm. Big Mouth. If you didn't, if you didn't realize, you didn't we should pick watch up it on that. Yes. So Netflix is great. Ow. We've been just like referencing other people's stuff. This show. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, Isn't that's it basically great? what we like. Isn't it great that in this day and age we have so much to watch and listen and consume? Yeah, it totally goes against minimal minimalism. But yeah, you gotta well, you pick and why, choose. What now? We, why we have to? practice this yeah. so seriously yeah yeah well we had a lot of fun talking to you today yeah we want to keep having fun with you in the next episode that's right we're figuring out how to add more to our podcasts as well please let us know if you're enjoying what we're creating and mm-hmm. don't forget to just say hi you could just say hi and email just say hi podcast at don't tell my grandma.com Tell us we what you're looking forward to this year. Yeah. If you have any resolutions. Oh, my God. New Year's resolutions. That should be our next episode. Oh, for that's a good sure. one. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Now we're getting the old noggin. Nagging working? All the nagging working. As All usual, right. we appreciate you listening, and we can't wait to see you in the next episode yeah peace and love people peace and love take care of yourself bye (laughs) i kiss the audience we just kiss them we love them